Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. We have a bit of a shorter episode for you today. Myself, Neil, and DJ went out to the Callaway ad shoot in Carlsbad this past week and had a chance to sit down with some of the younger players on the Callaway staff. And uh, because this is a shorter episode, we're actually bringing this to you commercial-free. There'll be no read on this podcast. And uh, we sat down. This episode's going to be with Ollie Schneiderjans. We had about 30 minutes to spend with him in, in between some of the, the ad shooting he was doing and photographs and video and all that stuff. He was nice enough to, to grab a mic and chat with us for a little while. If you'll remember, Ollie was on the podcast several years ago. We talked a bit about his background. I'm hesitant to tell you to go back to those episodes because we didn't even have microphones back then. But uh, if you want more on his background, that episode is there in the archives. We kind of just roll right into it and talk to him about various other topics. Um, Before we do get going, I do guys want to point out that we have a few of the No Laying Up holiday goodie bags that are still remaining. Uh, I believe it's called Goodie Box, actually. And within these boxes, there's a beanie, stainless steel tumbler, there's some NLU Strideline socks, and then there's a sleeve of the Chrome Soft NLU logo Truvis balls. These are no longer available to buy by the dozen. We sold those out in about a day. Uh, there's a bag of 100 tees. There's No Laying Up stickers. There's a towel. This is a perfect holiday gift. Just send this link to somebody and have them get this for you for Christmas. There's no point in arranging the uh, arranging the surprise in that regard. And also, we've got pullovers, belts, sweatshirts. They're all going fast. We are fully stocked on hats, and we also have the Script Tour Visor. It's back in stock for the first time in, for, in a long, long time. So swing by store.nolangup.com and check out all of that. Uh, without any further delay, we are going to roll right into it here with Ollie Schneiderjans, and thank you for tuning in. we got a lot of good stuff coming the rest of this month, a couple other interviews already done in the hopper, one more being recorded this week, and some good year and rap stuff. So thanks for tuning in, and enjoy. What have you learned in, you know, for your last, in the last three years since, you, since we last spoke to you? What have you learned out on the PGA Tour? What's changed? Um, you know, I've gone through a lot of things with my game and kind of structuring my team and, uh, you know, just learning all the golf courses and trying to get better and prepare myself better, uh, you know, for a bigger year next year. I was not the year I wanted last year. I had higher expectations, and uh, obviously um, next year I'm going to make some changes and I'm looking forward to hopefully doing doing better. Um, at this point now I've played most of these courses three times, which is nice, and uh, I love the West Coast swing, so I'm looking to get off to a hot start there. What are you change? What are you looking to change? What didn't go well in this past year that you want to mix up? Um, really, this past year was main, mainly tee to green. I think I've made a lot of improvement uh, with my putting. Uh, that's one thing I've learned on tour: a lot about green reading and a lot about structuring how I go about my business on the putting green. So that that's improved. But from tee to green, I was really sloppy, kind of in a search mode. Been doing it all a lot on my own for a while, and uh, I'm gonna um, start you know, kind of working with, with, uh, with somebody and, um, kind of getting a little more organized with that part of my game. When you talk about like building your team as a, as a young pro, what is people say that all the time? What does that actually mean? Yeah. So for me, it's, you know, it, a lot, there's so many facets that go into it. You know, there's a, your putting, your short game, your swing, your, uh, nutrition, your training. So, um, 
everything from trainer um, to nutrition to caddy to uh, swing coach, all that is part of your team, business team. Uh, I think I've had I've I've had a good team, but I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm making some moves and uh, yeah. So I don't want to get too far, too <laughs> ahead or into like who and but uh, yeah, it's good. I'm making some some moves for sure. What were some of the highlights from the from the past year? <clears throat> Uh, finishing third at waste management was my best best week. I I invited uh, like my ten best friends from high school and <laughs> got them a house like a mile from the course, and we had so that was pretty epic. I finished third, and was that any fun for them to attend? Oh man, yeah. We I would go over there for a little bit after the round, but I couldn't handle more than about <laughs> thirty minutes with those guys. They were all they they definitely uh, took advantage of that week and had a blast. I think we're gonna do it again because it went so well. Um, but yeah, they were, they were about a mile from the course. They were there all week and just having a blast. It was fun to have them out there, crazy crowds. And you could, you could still pick them out. You could, I was going to ask, cause you even see them yeah. amongst that crowd. Sometimes but. you couldn't, you know, 16, you don't know where, where the hell they went. And then, uh, 17 too. But a lot of times, especially on the front nine, it was funny just having them 10 drinking beer, walking around, watching me play. It was pretty funny. So you going to have them as a traveling like circus around you? Is that, I, to... I, I should, I mean, it's my best week of the year. So it's pretty funny. It worked out that way, but, uh, yeah, I think we're going to do it again this year. And, uh, I don't know. We'll see, but the, the, those guys all have, have jobs too. They can't just yeah. skip every week, but, uh, yeah, we had a blast. Neil here. I'm uh, first time, <laughs> first time, long time. Yeah, huh? first time, long time. Yeah. Uh, but Ollie, you're a fellow Atlanta guy. What what part of town are you from? I live in Alpharetta now at Golf Club of Georgia. Still live there. Yeah. You grew up there? No, I grew up in Kennesaw. So I went to Har- Harrison High School, and uh, now I have a house at the Golf Club of Georgia where Georgia Tech played. Um, that was our home course, about 30 minutes north of the city. And I bought the course. I bought the house right there on the course. And uh, yeah, okay. I feel like he could put in a good word for your FedEx Cup team. You've got a lot of Georgia yeah, Tech so guys that have we're, been we're struggled. Gonna, we're gonna get there. <laughs> I've got some UGA guys: Seb Straka and Joey Garber. Uh, Joey Garber, first team all lettuce. Well, first along ex- with yourself. <laughs> explain, Those guys are awesome. Yeah. Explain the FedEx Cup to so him the in case he doesn't know. Basically, folks <laughs> in, in case off, he's somehow not familiar. Yeah. Come off the web tour. Yeah. We did basically a draft, the five of us, and. Uh, we're going to see like how they do from a like, you know money mm-hmm. standpoint over the course of the year. And so my strategy, I picked Roberto Castro first and mm-hmm. then picked uh, Anders. Albertson. Albertson. Yep. And um, if you can't name your team. So this, this is, this is all, all Georgia guys. He, yeah. for some all reason, is all Georgia guys. That was not a requirement. That was, no, <laughs> that was just, just what I he just wanted to do. Didn't really know me any, and Anders, any better. Me and Anders went to school together for four and a half years. So we'd had every class together. and so. Well, tell him the merch yeah. star is pulling for him. <laughs> well, he's doing good. He's off right. to a good start. He's a good player. I was a good pick, for yeah. sure. Uh, he hasn't really been responding to your tweets, huh? No, but Jimmy Hardkay has. Yeah, that's right. He's Colorado School of Mines. So I kind of filtered the engineering thing in there as well i think you ran out of georgia guys eventually i did yeah, yeah. that was the issue um all right so i got a couple speed round questions about all right. tech as well um calvin johnson or demarius thomas calvin johnson favorite yellow jacket basketball player of all time oh man um i don't i don't know when i was there i liked watching Amon Shumpert play i did too i used to i grew up going to those games with paul hewitt cool. um javaris crittenden also a favorite yeah. of mine uh, math or science? Math. Jeezy or Ti? Ti. Who wins a championship first? Falcons, Hawks, or Braves? Braves. Favorite terminal 
in the Atlanta airport? A. Least favorite terminal? T. Why is A your favorite? Uh, Chick-fil-A. Why is T your least favorite? No Chick-fil-A. No Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no good food, really. Good there's answers. more than one Chick-fil-A in the Atlanta airport, right? I got it. There's one at B, too. Is there A and B? Yeah. Yeah, and then there's the jungle, which is right. well, that's favorite the, of DJs. Yeah, well, and Randy's. And Randy's. Yeah, yeah. The moving sidewalks, and it's like, have you been through that? Yeah, that's wonderful experience. Which one has the violin? <laughs> it's delightful, isn't it? <laughs> it's nice. The one with the violin might have to be the best one. The lady that plays the fire yeah. Yeah. violin. I actually like the like, Zimbabwe artwork. Yeah, one. for sure. Uh, like the, it's like prehistoric. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, favorite course in Atlanta? Um, that's tough. I get that. I get that a lot. I would say I always bounce between Peachtree, which I haven't got to play a lot, but Peachtree is really cool. And then um, I like Setting Down Creek. I do too. Uh, I think that that might be my favorite golf course, maybe even in the state. But I think Peachtree's got a really cool, unique Augusta-type feel as well. But Setting Down Creek or Peachtree. Okay. Played a lot of junior golf at Setting Down. It's a great track. Yeah. Um, Magic City or Cheetah Club? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah, it's a great answer. And then uh, last one. This is really personal. Who cut your hair? Uh, her name is Jill. And she's cut my hair since I was in middle school. Really? Yeah. Where's Jill located? Kennesaw. In Kennesaw? Yeah, she's off Barrett Parkway now. Her own salon or more of a Supercuts vibe? She's got her own salon now. Okay. Yeah. So she's kind of come she's, up through the ranks. She's come with up you. through the ranks for sure. And <laughs> is it because of all the business you're giving her? When there. you talk about your team, I mean, this <laughs> is, she's a huge part of my team, obviously. You know, yeah. since day one, we've kind of had this flow rolling and. Gotta owe her a lot of credit for that. Yeah. That's, Can you explain? Awesome. She'll come to the house, though. I don't go there. Okay. Really? Wow. House calls. House calls. Yeah. No, she's dialed. She gets it. <laughs> How often are you seeing her? Uh, it's like a once a once a month at best. Maybe sometimes I'll go six weeks, seven weeks. But on the road, you ever have to do an emergency cut? No, I've. You know, I have. I have one time, and that was when uh, I went for some serious flow. It was overwhelming. It got into my eyes, and I was at Sea Island and. Yeah, this was last year, and I went for the. I was gonna kind of like roll into the off season with just like crazy long hair and just like grow it all the way out, and then got in my eyes in the wind at Sea Island after the first round. I had to go do something about it, so I went to the, I went to the spot Sea Island and got it trimmed up. Can you explain? I know people ask you this all the time, but explain the no hat situation. So yeah, I, I always hated seeing the bill when I played sports. Baseball was my sport I, I grew up with. In basketball, I didn't have to wear a hat, obviously, but when I quit baseball, I was like, I'm never wearing a hat again, and it kind of just became my thing. I always hated seeing the bill, and then, uh, yeah, it kind of you know became my look and my feel, and when I turned pro, I wanted to kind of continue that, and Callaway was really supportive of that, so I just kind of kept it rolling. You're going to get like a Callaway, like, like a rogue shaved into the side of your head they haven't had made you do anything like that no haven't had to do like the like bjornborg headband would be kind of i would ooh, totally would be kind be, of a cool could you do a bucket hat no absolutely not just for because of the look or because of the i bill? can't i can't do that look that would not fit my style <laughs> or a visor i hate visors too yeah i was gonna say that doesn't address the issue really no, at all no. do you you picked up a lot of accolades the last couple of years one of them being is being first team all lettuce like, who else is on <laughs> that team do you think joey garber for sure. Oh yeah, Team Joey Berkshire. for sure. Fleetwood, Fleetwood definitely. Fleetwood's number one probably. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, you, you guys could tell say me. Bubba. 
Yeah, no doubt. Bubba's got yeah, real he's flow. got some yeah. flow. Yeah, it's not Phil. Sne- um, Phil's Phil goes in and out. Snedeker's good. Yeah, it's so got um, some nice flow. P. Uh, Rog has got some flow going now. He's yeah. He seems to be working very hard at he's, it. He's 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 definitely it's, it's definitely it's not effortless. effortless. It's effortless for you though. It's definitely not effortless. Yes. <laughs> you also, I mean, the, I, I don't I know if the, li- so the list right. has come out for this year, but first team all trage. That's I think you might be the captain of that team. Who else is out there on that on first team all trage with you? Do you think? I'm all, uh, I've, I've only given away a few spots. I think Gary Woodland's got oh, one. Oh, I was gonna say Gary. I was gonna say Thomas Peters. Okay. Um, man. I gotta think about that, but definitely those two guys come to mind quick. From me playing with them, I've seen uh, that's been impressive. Gosh, I'll have to think some more about it. It kind of went a little bit viral when you hit the like 340 yard stinger off the 18th tee. It was it Sedge, uh, yeah, Sedgefield. Yes. Yeah. I mean, are you? Is this a shot that you're known for? Is this something that you work on a lot? Is that explain the stinger shot? I, I think you know. I just I'm able to create some good speed and that's a shot that i've always been comfortable with that i can kind of keep in play and get on the ground at worst it normally will just kind of get on the ground quick um and when fairways are rolling out it goes as far as you know a high driver sometimes if it just runs forever so it's kind of just been part of my game for a long time um use that the open at st andrews a lot um yeah it's just kind of been something i've i've naturally been I've kind of just had that shot and used it a lot. We were talking coming in. My associate Neil uh, struggles with kind of a ballooning ball flight. Would that be fair to say? <laughs> yeah, uh, a high fade. <laughs> uh, what, what's the hot like? What's what's the best tip you can give, at least on a podcast, of, of keeping the ball down and controlling that? Uh, obviously, have to have the ball position back, and then I. What a lot of people do don't realize is I tee the ball up actually really high on that shot, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll get a negative launch angle. Yeah, if you put it on TrackMan, <laughs> tee the ball up high. So it's, I due to the first time I saw it, I, I was tr- I'm still a little bit triggered by it. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. believe it. Like I took like a zoomed in picture of like how high you teed up. People definitely get sketched out when they <laughs> yeah they wig out. But you you got it. Sometimes you get a negative launch angle if you tee it up too low. I mean, I've had times where I've hit the tee box. I've hit the grass off the tee box. I was in second place at Riviera my rookie year. On 12, I overdid it, and I I flushed it, and I nipped the grass right off the tee box and went 50 yards. (laughs) And I was on second place on Sunday. Was that a good feeling or no? It was an awful feeling. But I made made five, and it was okay. But I didn't want it to happen again, but it did happen again. And it was at Palm Springs. Um, I hit one. Not right off the tee box, but I hit the red tees. So no. there was like the tee, all the back tees were tight. And then like 40 yards off the box was the red tees that were sort of elevated, but really kind of at the same height as me. But I hit, I think I hit one of those negative launch angle ones and it smokes the red tee box. And I was like, I'm, I would have to pull my pants down playing, playing with my friends. Thank God this is a tour event and that's not acceptable. Um, and I was able to lay that up and make par. So I'm one over on both of my hit, hit the grass off the tee box shots. But. So it's, it's tee the ball up and then you try to catch it on a low groove. Yeah. So I end up de-lofting it a lot. Um, okay. the ball back makes what, it even more What club more are we de-lofted. talking about by the way? 
this I do a driver and three three and two iron. Driver so, I'll sometimes tee up really we like high. That. <laughs> in the lab. This yeah. is useful intel. <laughs> but can yeah, we go out with, to the range? With, can you teach him how to hit a stinger? With that two iron at Wyndham for sure, that was probably teed up a ball high almost and just yeah, trapped and hit. <laughs> probably had a zero launch angle. <laughs> it was probably sniffing the worms the said, first 20 feet. easy, right? Just a trap star. <laughs> the trap star. <laughs> but the spin ultimately is what gets it in the air. Yeah. But it's not a lot of spin, so it stays low. But you got to have a lot of speed to keep how, it. How high are we talking about at its apex? Um, I think that, that one at Wyndham was a pretty typical one. I think it was, what, 40 feet or something? Something like that. Yeah. That's wild, man. Yeah. That's that's awesome. So you have like a, a stinger driver shot and then like a launch driver shot? Yeah. Is that you tee them up yeah. at different heights? I, they... I kind of tee them up the same height, actually. Okay. I really don't tee my ball up lower to hit it low. But I know a lot of great players do. I know mm-hmm. like Justin Thomas, I've played with him. He hits an awesome bullet with his driver. He tees it up super low. Guys even, it's almost like off the deck hitting driver. And that's, that's going to have a little bit more spin and uh, kind of a lower – but they don't really kind of – they're not hitting negative launch angles with that or it goes straight in the ground. Do you – is there anyone in particular, any one person, one player, one skill that you look around and see, like, and at, even as a professional golfer, you are like, I have no idea how that guy does this. Is there anything that sticks out in your mind for that? Um, you know, Rom is really impressive player to watch. You know, have – and Tony, Finau, those guys, their swings are just so short and so powerful and it's kind of – incredible to watch how they generate that power with such a simple short swing and have that control as well um those guys are obviously really impressive justin's really impressive um jason day is an unbelievable putter haven't got the chance to play a lot with him but uh yeah there's those guys stand out to me have you seen cameron champ swing it yet i haven't got to play with them but i've that is obviously mind-blowing. Uh, I played behind him at Sea Island, and, I mean, you. I stopped to watch him hit a tee shot when I was waiting on a par three. It's I, like it's very almost underwhelming in person. It, it doesn't it is, look like it's incredible it hard. Because yeah. It is so in control and smooth, and then it's it's a different noise, especially when he's hitting irons on the range. We'll be on the range hitting iron. Uh, you know, he's warming up, hitting an iron shot, and it is definitely a different noise. And I know, you know, people say that, oh, you can hear it the sound, yeah. but definitely when he's hitting an iron shot, it's like watching him hit it, it looks so s- smooth, and it, it comes off with a different pop than anybody else. Because we, that's, well, he's the he's the one that's been really swinging the Fred X Cup so yeah, far. Yeah, look, it's, we don't have to talk about, you know, <laughs> who's leading, but Cameron's, he's, he's got my team off to a nice start. Yeah. Uh, but we were, so we were standing at the, on the range at Sea Island, uh, just watching him hit balls, and you'll be happy to know he actually, he topped one and hit it 50 yards with his driver, so wow. you ha- you're in good company. I think he kind of does the same, he, he looks like he hits some extremely low balls. Yeah, he does. And I don't think he's teeing those up that low. He, he tees them lower, lower he, he has like better. so i asked him about this because he has like a, a height that he tees his normal low control drive which okay. he still hits like it's it, it's it, it carries like 320 and yeah. it's very low when he has somewhere he says when he doesn't need to fit it in somewhere he tees it up higher and tries to hit up on it uh-huh. and that's like his launch so he tried to drive like the 400 yard like fifth hole and he drove it over it when he when he needed to but um but we i played with him that day and he was hitting it all he topped one on the range and hit it 
all over the place for 18 holes. And I just remember telling the guys, like, all right, he is burnt out. Like, he's done for this week. Like, don't bet on And then he shot crazy. 65, <laughs> finished in the top five. Like, That's I crazy. couldn't believe how fast he turned it on. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So. Were you, uh, you're in the class of 2011, mm-hmm. is that right? So the names in that class are what, you, Speed, JT, Patrick Rogers, Xander, Xander, so it, Emiliano, uh, Pan. Yeah, there's a lot. So the the most highly touted high school class in in years. So you guys have been built up for a long time. I'm curious. All of you seem to have made the transition pretty well. So I'm curious what your what was your first year on tour like? I mean, was it were the guys better better than expected? Were they as expected? Were they more relatable than expected? You know, it, the older players. Yeah. Um, I think what I've learned at every stage is I think you know we we pretty much know what good golf is but there's just a lot more of it out there yeah um, i know when i've played well i'm gonna be right up there but i know when i haven't played well i'm not gonna be up there and out on tour there's just it's just amazing how many good players there are and then how dialed in so many of these guys are in every aspect of their game and what they do um so you just can't have any weaknesses holding you back because you look at the guys at the end of the week who are in the top 10 and they're gaining shots pretty much in every category. And, um, I think there's just a a lot more guys who are very professional about how they go about each part of their, their game. So, you know, I was, I, I think I wasn't too surprised with what it took to compete and contend. And it's, it, it takes a really special week. The few times that I've been able to contend, I've been in a good place with, with every part of the game um and when you're when you're not hitting it good you're not going to be able to compete if you well you don't have to hit it your best of course but you can't be having a two-way miss or have like right you can manage it manage it and you can work your ass off to finish 50th place a lot like i did this year (laughs) and it it's it's tough it's it's such a humbling game when you're giving it all you got and you're getting up and down you're making putts and you're trying to manage it but it's really tough because you know what you could have done in college you there's plenty of times where you know you play like that in college you finish third place and you're like all right you know that's not a big deal nothing right. t- nothing i need to concern myself with but that would be 50th place on the pga tour mm-hmm. and 50th place is not going to get you anywhere right on the pga tour you got to be in those top 10 you got to you got to get the big points up, up at the top so I think I just kind of have learned how much better I have to get at each aspect and how you can't really afford to have any weaknesses. Are you going to be putting with the pin in next year? I will not be putting with the pin in next year. <laughs> You're not studying the coefficient of restitution of the of the flag sticks? No, that's okay. I'll 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 take the pin out. Um maybe I'll tap one in with the pin in. I don't know, it'll be weird. Hey, grow the game. Yeah. <laughs> is it, do the, are the new rules next year going to have much of an effect? Do you think on pro, at the pro golf level, or are you schooled on them yet? Or I haven't been schooled on them. I know that we all have to. I I want to say it's at in Hawaii or some sometime before the year starts. We're going to have. I think there's a meeting or some sort of something sent to us where we can study up on it because I haven't been schooled on all of them yet. So I'm not even. I've only heard a little bit, you know, drop from the knee and you, you can putt with the pin in, but I don't really know all of them yet. What's what's a player meeting like on tour? Because I picture it like, is it like a high school assembly? Yeah. Is it like, how would you describe what that scene is like? Because there's only, there's what, three three of them a year Yeah, or you, it, it kind of does feel like you're back in school. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're just, all the guys from the 
who are at the tournament and just kind of all in a ballroom or something and listening to somebody it feels exactly like are there guys you know they got the golf boys over here (laughs) yeah you you don't have you don't have to name names unless you you would like to but uh do do guys kind of strong arm the meetings are there some some loud voices in there that like to to take over and and kind of um push things around names actually (laughs) (laughs) i think there's probably a couple that do that but that and there's guys on the pack at the player advisory right. who are involved in some decision making. So those guys might stand up and say something and give the, you know, the the people running it want want the player's opinion. So mm-hmm. there's a handful of guys that will step up and you know have that conversation and play that role. But yeah, it feels like it feels like a school like you're back in school a little bit. Did you watch the match? I did. I watched the whole match. What'd you think? I thought I thought you know I thought it was awkward a little bit. I I still enjoyed watching the whole thing and it was the first of its kind and I don't think you could have two better guys handle that situation better, but it was difficult I think for them to obviously you have millions of people watching the first of its kind, you don't really know what to expect and you're you're expected to be normal, but of course that's not a normal Tuesday practice round. <laughs> conversations they're having you know they're walking down the first tee the first hole trying to have a normal conversation with all these cameras on you and everyone's watching to see what the communication's like and i thought tiger on the first hole with the good speed was probably the best drop of the entire day (laughs) that got that got me i was laughing at that but after that you know it was just i thought they did the best they could but it was a difficult kind of job for them to try to awkwardly kind of come up with bets and like supposed to be talking shit and like how are they going to do that with in that situation it's just like kind of awkward but uh still worth watching Mm -hmm. um i don't know see if they do something like that again if it'll be different or better but i thought when i when i really looked back at it i actually thought it was pretty epic because when you think about it tiger chips in on 17 which is extremely special the match would have been could have easily been over if Mm -hmm. he didn't and then they both hit two special shots on the last hole and make birdie. Tiger flushes a six-footer right in the heart and picks up Phil's coin. thought that was pretty sick. Um, I wonder if people who don't typically watch golf who watched that were not, you know, shocked at that. You know, he, he, he has a six-footer for $9 million, knocks it right in the heart like it's nothing and picks up the coin. I just yeah. thought that was a swag move. <laughs> and I think people watching were probably like, wow, there's nothing, definitely nothing else like that in sports. And then and then Phil Phil gives him a six footer to keep it going because he doesn't want to lose on a bogey and then hits it to three feet yeah. on the next shot and I think when you look at it like that I thought it was you know they they say it wasn't the best golf that day but you still had some incredible moments from two of the legends of the game at mm-hmm. the end to make it pretty pretty much an epic showdown in my opinion even though it wasn't their best golf at the end you had some pretty cool moments. One of the things that was kind of hard to, to balance was like, I don't know how much nine million means to either of those guys. For perspective, what would nine million like winning that match? Would you be super nervous putting out like on the on that eighteenth green compared to like what it would be like at a PGA Tour event? Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's it it was just feel it yeah. was just feel so different. Um, but nine million to me obviously is extreme compared to them. I think. Have have you gotten to a point where you're not thinking about money during tournaments? No, I still think about it. Really? I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think when you've I, mean got, either. <laughs> I think when you've got 
when you've got a 10 footer and you know, like it's for probably a hundred grand or something that you can't help but thinking about it, but I don't think it affects too much how I go yeah. about it. And I've got enough experience. I feel very confident to handle that, but it definitely crosses your mind, you know, when you're in the in contention on Sunday, I don't think it does ever Thursday through Saturday, but Sunday is a different animal when you're in the yeah. mix. Is there a shot that not to bring up something negative, but is there a shot that sticks out to you? That's like, Oh, that shot cost me blah, 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 this amount yeah. of money. There's one that sticks out to you. Uh, yeah, there's probably a few, yeah. uh, definitely my actually as a, when I first turned pro, and I'm playing at Tigers tournament at Quicken Loans, and I was in contention on Sunday, and I was in third place on 15 on Sunday. You know, I just turned pro, so I'm just making my first checks. And to me, I'm still a college kid. You know, just a m- couple months ago, I was making sure to go to Mo's on Mondays to save a dollar <laughs> on a burrito, and I'm over on 15 and third place, looking at the scoreboard, and I've got an eight iron into this par five and two after a huge drive. I I can make eagle and really make a push birdie one of the last few and get have a chance to get in a playoff or a win or something. And I kind of chunk hook it, doesn't carry the water, make a six. And I I think I par the last three holes, and I just think back at that, and I'm like, man, if I just hit the green and two putt there, I finish fifth instead of 12th, which would have been, you know, 200 grand or something. I still made six figures that week, and for it was amazing. I wasn't too upset about it but i was like damn that was a two hundred thousand dollar eight iron (laughs) so that one always sticks out because it was early on and then i obviously didn't get to collect my 250 i would have made at the british open as an amateur so that that i thought about did that just what was that week like were you thinking about that the whole time no i wasn't thinking about that i knew obviously i wasn't going to make any money uh from that tournament but i felt like I, I improved my stock and I probably w- made some money indirectly from playing well that week. Yeah. But uh, that was amazing looking at the leaderboard on back nine on Sunday, right up there at St. Andrews. Yeah. Well, that was, was a few of you guys were up there. Yeah. Like Paul Dunn, right? And yeah. Jordan. Jordan Niebuhr. Niebuhr. Yeah. 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 What was that week at the old course like? I mean, it was really cool. I, course, I actually, so I actually got to play 18 hole practice round with Phil and bones on Monday. Oh. I was in the Callaway truck. I had just signed with Callaway and I'm in there with chip, the CEO of Callaway and I'm, I'm in the truck and Phil comes in. I'm having a meeting with chip. You know, it's really exciting for me. I just turned just about to turn pro. Um, I'm getting to, you know, meet the CEO and be in the tour truck at a major. So it was incredible. And Phil walks in and says, Hey, and then he goes back out to the range and chip says, Hey, why don't you go ask Phil to play with you? See if, see if you can go get out on the old course with him. And I end up going to the range. He's hitting balls. I say, Hey, Phil, what do you think? Is there, you know, are you going to play today? Can I, what, what do you think about me joining you? I'd love the, the chance. And he said, yeah, we're going to go in 30 minutes. You want to come? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I see like that the, very much. I'll see you on the tee. Are you, played, are you nervous to talk to him in a moment like that? No, I think I've been pretty comfortable yeah. with with people je- for the most part. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, a little bit, yeah. a little bit, but I'm pretty comfortable. And then uh, Hunter Mahan joined us too. So that was really neat. And we played 18 holes. It wasn't just nine yeah. holes. We played 18 holes, and they had some really funny stories and, like, talk, talked and had a, a blast all day. And he helped me a lot kind of thinking of what my way through the course at St. Andrews. And it was an amazing experience that, uh, 
helped me out a lot, I think. I love how you phrased it. I got to play with Phil and Bones. Like, yeah. not just with Phil, with Phil and Bones. Yeah. Well, and a, another member of DJ's Front X Cup team. Hunter Mahan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mahan yeah. got the nod. He did. I think I feel like he was a good value pick in the fourth round as well. As a, it's good to see him coming he's back. He's going to click, well, man. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I was talking a little trash. I, I was calling him Cougar during our, during our draft. He lost the edge. <laughs> from Top bit. Gun. From Top Gun. Cougar was number one. Cougar lost the edge. It turns out he's already had a couple good starts. Yeah, look, I, I think he's just fine. Yeah. I think he's I think he's taking your criticism as a bit of motivation. Oh, yeah. do you have any questions for us? <laughs> uh, Give no. me the last word here. No, I don't have, I don't have any questions. <laughs> I think it's all pretty uh, self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> No, I just really <laughs> well, want to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> what's your uh, what's your schedule like coming up? I'm gonna play the first four to start the year. I've kind of done the same thing the last two years on the West Coast swing, and I have uh, had some pretty good success. So I'm gonna play uh, the first four, skip Pebble, and play Riviera to start the year. What's a what's a course um, that really like gets you excited to play? That fits Tor- your fits your game. I really think well. Torrey Pines. Yeah. It's a great course for me. Uh, it's you can hit driver all day and uh, take advantage of distance, and I think uh, it just suits my eye. It's one of those courses that suits my eye. Yeah. I feel like I can go low on. Sometimes you you play tournaments and you feel like it's not as hard. You know, the course isn't that hard compared to the scores. And other weeks you're like, man, seventy. I felt like that was good, and you're like, that was nothing. Right. Tori's one of those courses where I feel like I I might not even play that well, but I'm like right in the mix. Mm-hmm. Have you tried out the, we can't say the name of it yet, but the 2019 Callaway equipment yet? Have you tested any of that? Yeah, it's been amazing. Uh, I posted on Instagram some results. I had it with the new driver I, I checked out a few weeks ago and uh, picked up five miles an hour ball speed, Jeez. which is insane. <laughs> that's, um, can you that's, put that into perspective for like that's a That's like a, a pitcher. Yeah. Okay, so you watch the MLB, and I think when a pitcher gains one miles an hour, say your top speed's 90 you throw a 92 mile an hour fastball and then you see 94 on the radar. That's just, you never hit that. Yeah. That's just like a complete, you know, game changer. This is like going from 92 to 95 or 96. What do you, what was the ball speed? Cause I normally am right around 183, 184 would be like, I'm really pumping it right now. And I hit 189 oh. and it was, I've never seen that at that. The only time I've seen anything close to that is when it's really hot out and I'm really warmed up and middle of the season, I might get close to that. But this was with, I was wearing a sweater at 10 AM in Atlanta with 60 degrees out and I was hitting it 183 with my driver was maxing it out. And I hit 189 with this one once oh. and it was just it camp champs like see, 195 for perspective, which is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's something to be excited about. Yeah. Well, we'll let you get back to the carousel here at the ad shoot, but uh, thanks for popping in and uh, we're happy to have you. All right. Thanks guys. Thanks. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect 